I wonder, do you remember the time you consciously became a Christian? Or realised that you were a Christian without having ever thought about it before? Maybe a better question might be when or if you first realised that God was real and actually at work doing something at that moment. When we think about conversion experiences, when we think about that realisation of God's presence converting someone, we'll often think about Paul or Saul as he was at that point on the road to Damascus. Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? We remember Jesus asking him. And at that very moment, Saul's whole life is changed as he realises that Jesus truly is the Messiah. Or maybe we think of John Wesley on that moment halfway through a sermon. He suddenly realises that his heart is strangely warmed and he is filled with the Holy Spirit. And that happening quite some time after he had begun ordained ministry. So often we think of these dramatic events and then think, well, nothing like that has ever happened to me. Does that mean I've not experienced God? And then there's that tendency to get a bit disappointed that nothing dramatic has ever happened between us and God. For most of us, I suspect we became Christians without anything dramatic happening. It just happened, and when we look back, it's not possible to pinpoint an exact moment unless we just use the time we were baptised or confirmed. With that in mind, let's move to the first reading from the first book of Kings. Elijah is a prophet. He's in touch with God. He's passing on God's messages to those who have not been living the way they should telling them with minimal effect to sort themselves out. Elijah is disheartened and is told by God, I'm coming, go out, ready to meet me. And so you might think that God, the Almighty, would be present in something grand. The reading definitely leads up to that. There's something in the power of God, showing the power of God, what would happen? Well, there's a mighty wind. A wind that's doing massive things. Is, is God in that? No. After the wind, there's an earthquake. Again, dramatic, powerful. Where's God? Is God in the middle of that? No. And after the earthquake, there's a fire burning things up. Powerful, uncontrollable. Is God there? No. So where was God? We hear in the sound of sheer silence. Elijah experienced God, met God in the silence. Not in anything dramatic, not in anything you might think suitable for a meeting with the Almighty. No, rather in silence. 
when everything else had been stripped away, when the dramatic things had ceased, there was God. Completely against any expectations Elijah might have had. We live in a world where the more dramatic, the more over the top, the better. Or so it seems, the signs speak so much. Things seem to be done for effect, to get the message across by what people can see. If an organisation provides a grant to some other group, there is a photo opportunity with the press. And of course, there's then a cheque, what size? This, this size cheque handed over. It might only be for £10 or something, but the cheque is massive. One person holding one side, one person holding the other, showing this thing is given. It's dramatic. It's over the top. It might not look the same if a cheque for several million pounds was handed over, but the cheque was only this size. Because people want to see big. People want to see exuberant. We like to see dramatic shows, big effects. The bigger, the more dramatic, the merrier. In fact, in many ways, we don't like quiet or when it appears nothing is happening. Just think about if there's a time of extended silence during our worship, we start to get uncomfortable. We start to get fidgety. Well, what's happening? Has he fallen asleep? What am I meant to be doing? Oh, something should be happening. That silence is uncomfortable because we want things to be happening, we want to see things, hear things. The silence, on the other hand, is not seeing, is not hearing. It's silent. God, all-powerful, doesn't just work in ways we might want. God doesn't just work in shows of massive power, demonstrations of power to show other people his glory, much as God could. God also meets us where we are in our worries, in our concerns, when everything else seems to be lost and forsaken. In unexpected places, God meets us. When there appears to be no hope, when all the big shows of power and influence have made no difference, there is God. We see the same thing in the gospel. There is the wind. But is that where God is? Is that where God's power is revealed? No. Peter gets the courage to walk on water, starts to trust Jesus a little, but then it all goes, all the trust, all the confidence. Instead, doubt, worry, that sinking feeling. And so with all his defences gone, Peter couldn't do anything himself. He realises and so calls out, Lord, save me. In that moment, not because of any great show of power, not because of the wind or the fire or the earthquake come to that, God was revealed. 
unexpectedly. God was revealed to a normal, doubting, struggling person. Someone who called out from that place of helplessness, that place of hopelessness, that position of vulnerability. Lord, help me. I don't know about you, but there are times I am most definitely in that place. Everything feels hopeless and lost. Maybe when we're in that kind of place, we think or hope God could or should rescue us in some dramatic way, that we might hear the voice of Jesus or have our hearts strangely warmed by the Holy Spirit. But by focusing on looking for some dramatic intervention by God, maybe, just maybe, we then forget to look into that silence and emptiness for God's presence and call out to God in that place, Lord, save me. When things are difficult, may this be our plea, Lord, save me. And let us listen in the quiet, in the stillness, in the peacefulness, when all the distractions are stripped away for God. The Lord was in the sound of sheer silence.